0: Hello and uh, welcome to the Jerry Joe Legionated Show. Um, this is the, the first episode of the show and I've got three uh, three guests on here, um, three big big Leeds fans, um, so hopefully we'll get uh, some good discussion from, from the, the lads. We've um, Jenny, um, we've Kevin there from the Legionated Mad and we've got JK. Um, so we're going to start off then anyway. Um, it's not necessarily the best place that, that we probably don't want to start, but it has to be done. We have to address Brighton and uh, obviously the disappointment of losing that game. Um, so, Jenny, starting off with you, would you say that was one of our worst performances so far in this season?
1: Definitely, I, I think it was the worst, just slightly edged um, over West Ham, which I thought was a poor, a poor game. Look, I said before, I was quietly confident we could we could get the three points. But it it wasn't to be. When I look back on it, you know, we were flat. We never really got going. We didn't challenge the keeper. But at the end of the day, it was unfortunately a poor goal that we gave. It could have ended up being nil-nil and we'd, we'd have been quite happy with that on that performance. Mm-hmm. So disappointing. But overall, hey, you know, we're going to get days like that. And uh, we've just got to bounce back on Tuesday against uh, Newcastle.
0: Um, what do you think yourself, Kevin? Would you would you put it up there as, a, as among the worst?
1: Yeah, I
2: agree with everything Ginny said there. Um everybody was expecting a win, but when when you get people saying, Oh, Brighton haven't won in nine games and all this business, you think, shouldn't really be saying that before a game. But yeah, uh, they obviously it was a great move actually for the girl. It, it would like a bit <coughs> awesome to be fair, you know, the way that tore us apart. Just poor defending at the back stick. And of all the players to score the goal was um, uh, one of our <laughs> nemesis, isn't it? marpe <laughs> is always scoring against us or doing something against us that we don't like. But I, I agree again with you, a, a, a draw would have been a good, fair result, I think, because neither keeper was tested, really, were they? They didn't really dirty themselves on that pitch, diving around. And I think a draw would have been a fair result. But we are going to get games like that this season. Obviously, we have... We've had, I mean, you know, we've had poor defeats up to now. That's our ninth defeat of the season, which is a lot of defeats. But thankfully, we've got, we've managed to get seven of our own. So that's helped us get into the position where we are. We're in a decent position still. Let's not get um, get away from that. And, um, you know, if you said at the start of the season, I know people say that, but if, if you said it would be on 23 points going into the new year, I think most people would be quite happy with that. But... Mm. If you look at Bielsa's record overall in January, it's not that good, really, is it? it his teams don't perform very well in January. I was looking at the stats the other day. 13 games we played so far in January. We've only won three games, which is pretty poor. So maybe it's to do with the pitches overall. I don't know the the, the way that they are this time of year. But we don't seem to start going until February, you know, into the season. So there's plenty of time to go yet. And, you know, we are a lot better than that Brighton game, and hopefully, we can prove it on uh, Tuesday night.
0: I think it's, it's interesting what you say there about the pitch, you know, because it, like, it wouldn't be something that you're looking at a Bielsa team and thinking it's not ideal to be playing in on that pitch. Um, so, JK, I know you're not happy about the Brighton game. So, <laughs> let, let, let us know what you're, what you thought.
3: Um, well, I, I would echo the sentiments of, of both Jenny and Kevin there. Um, what they've said, agree 100%. Um, I, my wife was, was very nervous. Uh, she knew what the score was, but at the end, when the final whistle went, it just pure frustration. I just shouted at the TV. Uh, I think it's the first time I've done it this season. And I, like, we were hammered 6-2 at Old Trafford, but I, I stuck to that match. I still was very proud of the way they played that day. Mm. Um, the, West, the West Ham game has been mentioned, um, and there's a few others you could probably point to, but I think the, the game, on, uh, the, the underwriting thing was that I thing automatically, I think a lot of people, there was a lot of negativity on social media, a mm. lot of comments pre, <clears throat> middle of the week, the fact that I think Elsa probably would have been better if he'd actually come out and said that Melia wasn't playing on, on Saturday. Um, as opposed to this. He can be a bit, for me, a bit cloak and dagger at times. I know that's the way he does the media, et cetera, but I think it would have been better, it would have helped. And then, you know, fans, might have been a little bit more. It just people were really saying on Thursday, Friday, they'd heard that he wasn't going to be playing he had COVID. <laughs> uh, so I think that set, that set the tone almost. Um, and, and that automatically, had, you know, created problems. Um in, in terms of, of maybe altitude, etc. So um, the um, but overall the performance very very flat um, as was mentioned um, and a lot of people I think what, something maybe has been mentioned to date and it has been it's it's happened in other games and we haven't um, fallen foul of it is there's too many people playing a position. Um, Rodrigo was a striker. He hasn't looked anything like he, what he was. I, I presume he had COVID. I think I'm right in saying that. He has not looked the same player since he came back. Um, I don't know whether he's still struggling a little bit physically. Um, obviously, there was players last night playing for Aston Villa who recently had COVID. Um, Dean Smith was, of course, saying they were fantastic. Maybe he's just that, you know, he's affected maybe by that. And then we have, you know, obviously we're missing Phillips. Um, and and then Cassie, could say to a point, yes, Melia, I think, creates that little bit more. Um, a back four that look happier when he's in nets um, and then you have other players that are just out of position like I would have an, an ideal 11 that I would play ideally every week if we could all match fit that is of course um, and, and probably five maybe five of those players would play on Saturday might, wouldn't be in the team they might be in the squad but they don't think they'd be in the team so I think that that's, that's another factor you know you've mentioned the pitch um, and I think it's one of those games you'd looked at and very quickly I think you got that idea in your head, we're not gonna win this today. That that I don't know whether it's easy to say in hindsight, but that's how I felt very early on proceedings. See if a chance goes a begging for us. We don't want we never want to score too early. We have done in some games, but I think you'd automatically know when it's not gonna be your day very quickly with leads. Um
0: I think it's, de- it's definitely interesting on what you're saying about the um the player's playing out of position, because it is actually the very thing I was going to gonna come on to uh, next. So uh, I'll sort of work my way back down the line and, and start with you, um, JK, on that one. But I think there, they're, as you say, as about Rodrigo, I think there's a real imbalance in our midfield. And I think it, it's kind of like, like a lot of people are, are giving click a lot, of stick, a lot of stick. And, you know, yes, his performances haven't been great, but Rodrigo, like he's, he's basically quite like, Phillips are obviously out with at the weekend, but, You've Got somebody there basically playing right in the defense. You've then got click in the midfield on his own, essentially, and Rodrigo like in front of him, not really you know in the place. And then, obviously, at the weekend, there was there was a situation where, where Harrison and Rafinha playing in the opposite wings. Like, I think that was maybe to, to try and give a bit of cover for your man Soleil March, but you know, yeah. I, I don't think that worked. And obviously, I just Aliowski at left back a lot, like you know, he's, he's a great personality. And he's popular with the fans, but it's not necessarily because of his performances on the pitch. So, like, what what do you think of the of the sort of the, the midfield thing that it says there? But like, do you think that there is a bit of an isolation issue in there?
3: Yeah, I agree hundred percent. Um, is, he has been a, a, as tends to happen sometimes. He's been a scapegoat. Um, you know, part part of the season he was, of course, because he scored the goal against Liverpool and he played so well. He was fantastic. If he has a good game, a really good game, everybody thinks he's world class almost. Um, of course, that's the way we do it when we're Leeds fans. Everybody's world class when they're fantastic. But um, if he has a power game, and it's not his fault. Um, I, like everybody's saying he looks tired. Um, I, I think he, he, he could do with a break. He could do with a rest, if I'm honest, because he's been asked to do so much in this season. Um, but I, there, there are some players... He's been lumped in with other players, and the attitude is he's a championship player, no higher. I don't agree. I think, actually, he's he's a he Polish international. He's intelligent. If he had somebody in there, let's mm-hmm. mention Adam Forshaw, if we had him back and fit for at least a week, just to see what he can mm-hmm. do, because, um, unfortunately, he probably would be gone again after that. Like I, I don't know if we'll ever see that man kick a ball for Leeds again. I don't know how the other fellas feel. I, I'm not entirely sure we ever will. It's... See- it it, it it seems the injury just seems to be, you know, persistent, and um, to the point that you will have him. What age is he? Twenty, whatever it may be, twenty seven, twenty eight. Where the master retire because you can only go on so long and not play football, you know. Um, but I don't know if anybody saw the under twenty three clip of of Leaf Davis running out from the back against Stoke. I would play that man at left back for. Oh, you know, for a run of games, anytime I see him play, I think he looks quite good. He gets he gets played at a position, therefore maybe people can criticize. But I think play him at left back, which is where he actually should be playing. Um th- that will cover the Alioski thing, where you could move him up, bring him on as a sub if either Harrison or Rafinha are tired. Um I would put Hernandez in there on occasion, but he'll not last the ninety minutes for you anyway. He's he just doesn't have the legs anymore. But Tyler Roberts, for me, on, on Saturday, really surprised me. Yes, he ran around a bit like a headless chicken, but that said, at least he showed a, a little bit of guile, a little bit of oomph, which seemed to be lacking so much in, in so many other uh, characters on, on Saturday. Um, so I would shake things up against Newcastle, but as I've already been told on social media by the experts, uh, that's not the be away. So there probably will be few, or if any, changes on, on, on Tuesday next
0: I think that's um, obviously an interesting point you say about Davis. Um, if you get him in at left back, you get one of the centre backs back, which could could possibly be Laurenti, put him in Wait Cooper and move Linger right back. You suddenly get Stuart Dallas free, and like is is like the way our midfield's been. Stuart, Stuart Dallas, the bundle bond, of energy that Stuart Dallas has, could could he could he run about in the midfield there? What, what do you think, Kevin?
2: Well, he's been played there, and he, when when he makes substitutions, sometimes Dallas fills in in midfield. I mean, that guy can play in goal if he wanted to, I think. He's just, you know, one of those players <laughs> that can just fit in anywhere. Uh, I'll, I'll just go back to the pitch, though. The good news about the pitch, I don't know if you've seen the pictures today on Twitter, but it's been dug up today, apparently. They're spending a few grand on it, relaying it for the next home game, which I believe is Everton, in a couple of weeks. So hopefully by the time we play Everton two decent footballing teams. You might see a decent game of football that day. So that's good news on the pitch side, but it's, it's obviously the same for every team that comes to Ellen Road. you both have got to deal with the pitch. And we only had five months to relay a pitch for the Premier League. Didn't have enough time to do it, so we were going to save it till the summer anyway. So we just got to do what we can and play what how we can on the pitch that we're given, basically. So hopefully by Everton, it will be all right. Going back to the team selection, yeah, I mean... Ever since um, Bielsa said that Cleek can play in absolutely any world team in football, <laughs> which <laughs> somebody put on Twitter, yeah, ever since he said that, he's been playing like Charlie Adam. So he <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is a class actor's Cleek. I, I love the guy because he does give a 100% usually. But when he's on an off day, you can tell he's having an off day. His shooting is erratic. His passing's not there. And sometimes you think, he just take him off and shove Jamie on Jamie Shackleton, give him you know, 40 minutes or so. He'll run around for you, do the job he wants to do. But he, he, he seems, you know, he just wants to pick him all the time. He's so loyal to his squad, which is, I don't, I don't think it's a problem because we're in a good position, but I think what Bill's have thought at the start of the season is, I'm going give, to give every single guy a chance in this team and that they can prove they can play in the Premier League. All right, some of the some of the players might not be coming up to the standard of that, but he is giving everybody a chance. I think we'll be okay this season. Um, famous last words, I know, but we, we get to the position at the end of the season. I think he will review it. God willing, he stays another season, and he will bring in what you call quality players in for quality positions. Like uh, JK said, we need we need a decent left back, don't we? Give Give Davis a chance. Yeah, He looks great. Uh, I disagreed with his move to let Douglas go to uh, Blackburn. I think he's a good squad player to have in the team. And when he comes on, he just plays like, you tell him to play left-back, and that's what he'll do. He'll play like a left-back, just defend. All right, he's not not fantastic at going forward, which he loves his players to do. But for for 20 minutes, when you want to keep a result or get a result, he's the guy, you know, that can uh, uh, shore up the defence a little bit. But like i said before i think he'll give these players a chance for this season see how they get on i know he said rodrigo looks a bit tired but yeah he, he did suffer from the COVID 19 or somebody in his family did and he missed two weeks of training you missed two weeks of be able to train him, you're going to be exhausted when you come back and i think he showed that in a few games um which is you know it is a quality act let's face it uh, on his day he's going to be a great player but it's going to take him a bit of time to get back up to speed again um so, and somebody mentioned the other week that Bam, Bamford was going to miss a game uh, this weekend. And he, he never did because the rumour because mo- Bielsa seems to refuse to pick his team now before a game because he's been told not to do it, I think. You know, don't tell everybody else what your team's going to be. And I, I agree with JK. He should have mentioned Meslier was going to be ill, he wasn't going to be available. Then everybody would have been prepared for the team sheet on Saturday, then, when Casir got he didn't, didn't do anything wrong with the pitch on on Saturday, but obviously his reputation is tarnished now for what happened and people people dislike him as a person, which is unfortunate. But that's what it, that's the way it is. But yeah, let's see how, how you know the next twenty games transpire, and I think we'll we'll be okay. But uh, it's going to be a long twenty games at this rate if we play like <laughs> we did on Saturday. Fair and uh, what's
0: your what's your thoughts yourself tonight? Then um, sort of on the way. Else has been been choosing to the, the play players in certain positions, and do you see sort of anything there at the minute that you would like to be like to be different?
1: Yeah, I mean we know from the two years in the championship that that's that's how he does things. Even that run of Casillas when he was making mistake after mistake, we thought mm. the Brentford game in particular when he made another howler, he might drop him. He didn't. He stuck by him. I think you know the the, the two lads have, have made some really good points, but. Have, It's not been easy to come in the Premiership and our our back fourers, particularly at Central Defence, it's chopped and changed. You know, Coops unfortunately, has been in and out this season. Cock, who I thought was starting to really settle in well, got the knee injury. We've seen nothing of Llorente. I'm hoping, you know, with this break and a game under the under-23s, I'd like to see him and Cooper get ailing at right-back because we've missed those runs down down that side. And for me... Mm -hmm. I agree. Leif Davis looks a a really good prospect. But I think for me, I'd prefer Stewie Dallas there all day long. So we've got a more settled back five, get Calvin back in front of them. And, you know, let's get Click going again. Again, Rodrigo, before the COVID, I mean, that Villa game, he was superb. You know, a couple of appearances as a sub, you thought, hey, this guy's looking the part. He looks a £29 million player. And, Unfortunately, you know what social media is like. People start slagging him off. That guy will come good. It might take a season under Bielsa to see the real Rodrigo and how good he's going to be. Same with Rafina. Rafina looks a real talent, but it just might take a little bit longer for these guys to really sort of show what they're capable of. Because they're they're quality players. Um, For me, I don't have an issue with this small squad situation. We proved it in the Championship. I know the Premiership's a different level. I just don't look at the bench each week and think, mm, we've got two or three players that can come off the bench and change it for us. It feels like you're looking at Pablo again to come on and do some magic. But in the main, I think it's been brilliant. The football's been fantastic. I hate to say it, but the fact so many people are enjoying watching us play. And can you imagine if we had two or three more quality players in areas playing the Bielsa way? We, we, we would be a hell of a team. But it's our first season, 16 years we've waited and I think it's been brilliant, and I'm quietly confident without getting too excited. I think we'll make it this year, and I think we'll stay in the Premier League, and I think a lot of people want to see Leeds in the Premier League, but we need a bit more quality, but it's it's you've got to build it each each, each summer. The January window is never going to be a cracking window for us, is it? We, we might make the odd loan signing, but I don't think we'll do any business. But I'm proud of them. I'm absolutely delighted. It's been an absolute pleasure the first 18 games, and as I say, I, I think we'll we'll be OK. But I'm just concerned that some of the players that we hear about under 23s, I don't even strike. I'm not convinced yet that he's, he's ready for this level. But maybe we'll prove him wrong. You know, Bielsa and his coaching staff see these guys day in, day out. We only see a team for 90, 95 minutes each week, don't we? But no, I think it's been absolutely superb. And I'm, I'm proud of people like Aileen, Dallas, Cooper, you know, they've worked the socks off to get to where they are and they deserve the chance. And not many players you can say that came up have let us down yet, have they really? Well, I don't no. think so. Think some have had the odd bad game, don't get me wrong, but I think overall, I, I, I think they've been superb.
0: Yeah, well, I, would, I would definitely uh, I would tend to agree. Um, I think, especially, the sort of one of the big things that's being thrown at us is the, is the defensive record. And as you said, you know we haven't really had much luck there. Like we've went out and we've signed um, a Spanish international. We've went out and we've signed a German international. Two of mm-hmm. the best national teams in the world, and we've we've been pretty unlucky. Like you know that they've been they haven't necessarily been fit. But I do think you know, like Tony, you know, you've made a lot of, a lot of good points there, and you sort of like certainly raised the um, raised the morale sort of from from where we were from the Brighton one, but. You're you're right on what you're saying. Like I I always look at it, whenever to stay up in a league. If you're getting one point one point per game, you you should be okay. Like thirty eight games in the Premier League, they always talk about forty. At the minute, we're on twenty three points from from eighteen games. Like um, I, I I think it's been pretty good so far. Like what, what do you think, Kevin?
2: Yeah, I'm enjoying it, to be fair. Um, I'm not enjoying, like Ginny says, everybody else loving us as well, because that's not the lead <laughs> way that no. we don't like everybody else liking us. We just like our own team. You can like your own team, not forget about us. You know, we're happy the way we are. But yeah, I mean, it's been a... Obviously, it's a rollercoaster. You know, it's an old cliche, and it it? You're down one week and you bang up the next at that Newcastle game. I must admit, I was on a bit of a high after that game because we were absolutely amazing that night. I'm just hoping we can repeat it again on Tuesday because it would be a nice uh, three points if we get it on Tuesday. But, yeah, I mean, it's best not to get too down after a defeat and, obviously, not best not to get too high after a win, just take each game as they come along, basically, and try and enjoy being in the Premier League again because, you know, at least we're not doing what Sheffield United, Fulham, West Brom are doing at the moment, which is struggling to, to get a win and, obviously, could struggle to stay up. The main priority this season has always been to stay in the league. And I remember going back to when Man City first got promoted under Joe Royal, I think it was, uh, when they were in, when they came through the divisions and they were a Premier League team. They got relegated in the first season because they just couldn't hack it. And obviously, the Arabs came along after, soon after, but that first season was a, a disaster for them, really, because they went straight back down on 41 points, which probably would have been enough now to stay up. But... They had another season in the championship, came back straight back up again, and obviously haven't looked back ever since. So, obviously, we want to look at that. Um, obviously, not getting relegated again, but to stay in the Premier League for a long time, and build for the future. We've got, you know, we've got to think ahead as well. Uh, Bielsa's is not going to be here forever, and we've got to really enjoy it while he is here because he's absolutely transformed the whole club, the whole city. He's transformed everything about football for me because. I've never known a leeds team player like this in my lifetime they're absolutely a joy and, and a wonder to watch and it's great watching match of the day again you know because we haven't been on that for a long time but <laughs> watching on a side well after a victory obviously after a defeat it's not quite as good but when they've won a game and everybody's just saying oh leeds are an amazing even even Gary Neville, when we were losing that Man City, says, "Yeah, when you usually when you five one up in the game, you're quite relaxed. But with, with this Leeds team, you don't know if they're going to get pulled back two goals in five minutes and make it shaky." So, I think everybody, even outside of Leeds, is just enjoying watching us as a football team. A bit like Newcastle back in the day when, they, under Kevin Keegan, you know they just you know just love attacking and scoring goals. So obviously we haven't done that yet this, this year, but uh, hopefully yeah. we'll get back into it next week.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think it, um, it's obviously, you know, it's interesting what you say about, you know, like the way we're playing and, and being enjoyable to watch. It's like every time I, I turn on a Leeds match, like, some, like nine times out of 10, I'll watch a football match and you'll be kind of half watching it. You'll be messing about with your phone. You can't do that watching Leeds. You know, you, it, it's hmm. literally, there's something going on everywhere. And uh, there's something there's something happening, and uh, like you watch there, like the, the supposed best teams in the country, like Liverpool, and Man United, um, played there on Sunday. I think Leicester maybe six splits them. I'm not 100 percent sure, but um, it was there. It was it was horrible to watch. Like it wasn't a good game. You know, like leads are going into every game, and they're treating it as a game where we can win. Like some people will look at it and say it might be naive, but it's only going to be naive if we end up. Go you know getting into a relegation battle, and at the minute we're eleven points clear of it, and we're, we should be pretty happy with where we are. The one thing you did mention there as well is about the no goals in twenty twenty one. Um, JK, how are we are we worried about that yet?
3: Um, I think based on the fact that Bielsa himself has said it's a worry. Um, the performances and and the lack of goals. Um, I think you listen to what that man says. Therefore, yes, as a Leeds fan. Um, all of us, we're, were, were going to be nervous. But the, but to sort of go back to what's been said already, we'll have good days and bad days. Crawley mm, um, and also the the Brighton defeat and then the Spurs game. The Spurs game we were in, you know, a very, very controversial penalty. Uh, we've had a few VAR moments that haven't gone our way. We've had one or two that have gone our way, but definitely VAR moments that haven't gone our way. Um, and you know, probably this season, that there's probably going to be something that's going to, there's going to be probably two teams down near the bottom and something bar like the, the Villa Sheffield thing last year, something's going to happen. You just know it already it's, you could write it in the stars now, but hopefully it won't be Leeds that we're worrying about. And, I, and to go back to what the two chaps have already said, I, I fully agree. I, I don't think we'll be in that position again, famous last words, but I don't think they will. Um, I think we'll get sufficient wins between now and and the end of the season. To uh, and do you know what? Don't don't worry about getting a few draws. We seem to be very very scared. You know, pick up a few points along the way. Get get a couple of wins, but a few draws just to take that edge off. Because a point here, a point there, whether it be at home or away, doesn't matter. Just get a few because we've got towards the end of the season, we've got. Liverpool at home. We've got Manchester United at home. If they're, you already mentioned they, they're sort of top teams that will be vying possibly for the league. Still at that stage, you know they'll be going gung ho against us then. If that's to, to win the, the title, we'd like to be safe at that stage and maybe then blood a few people that maybe haven't got much of a chance. Uh, and it doesn't matter if we we win, lose or draw. No, it doesn't. If you've got the points in the bag already, you know. But Personally, no, I'm not because I know there have been a lot of good performances, um, and, and and there's more to come, definitely.
0: Ultimately, the, the way the way I'm sort of looking at it is obviously like the Tottenham game. You know, away to Tottenham. Tottenham established Premier League. They've been in the Champions League. They've been in the Champions League final, and um, not that long ago. You know, so they're a good side. And we went there and we had to go. We got beat three 0 Fair enough. And um, Crawley, obviously, on the face of it, you know, was a bad, bad result. Um, but Bale's selection, you know, essentially showed us what what he thought of the FA Cup, um, and then obviously Brighton was a disappointment. I'll certainly get Brighton, but um, back on that FA Cup one, uh, Jenny, what did what did you think of, of the the selection and stuff in the FA Cup? But, but for me, I I kind of felt that I kind of think Leeds are like obviously somewhere around the top ten in the country, and a wee bit of luck and the draw. And there could have been an our quarter final, semi final, you know, in uh, the the FA Cup. Obviously, the priority is the league, mm-hmm. but could could we? How do we run there?
1: I would have loved a cup run. I love the FA Cup. I'm I'm still the old school. I still it still excites me the third round. Unfortunately, I was uh, I was down at Sutton. I was at Newport, and it's I, I fancied us on that Sunday. I thought the first half it was a an half decent team we put out just didn't get the whole second half, the substitutions. I understand Cooper coming off after 45. That that made sense. But then you've got the young lad, Sam Greenwood, who, who looks an exciting prospect uh, for the under-23s. One of the few that I think is being spoken about really highly. But he put Jackie Harrison up front and Sam Greenwood in sort of like a, a midfield role. And I just didn't understand the tactics behind it whatsoever. And I think Crawley just grew in confidence and well, it could have been 4-0, couldn't it? I mean, Casillo came dashing out of his line and <laughs> it's just, it frustrates the hell out of me because, what is it, 87 the last time we got to a semi-final under, under the great Billy? It's too long for a, for a club like Leeds and yeah, I was, I was gutted, I'll be honest with you. I was more gutted on that than I have been for any of the defeats in the Premier League because great opportunity yeah. to try and get a cup run. Uh, just be our look, I thought. Just be our look. We get a really good cup run, and we can't go and watch the games. But <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was, it was, it was a huge disappointment. Um, and as I say, we all felt bright, and we might bounce back. We didn't, but we just got to, just got to get on with it. But I, I, I love the cup um, and the league cup. I think it's a good opportunity now we're in the Premier League. But yeah. to get knocked out in the first round and the third round of the the FA Cup, it, it, it is, it's disappointing and. As I say, some of the young ones these days probably aren't as bothered, but for me personally, I, I love it. I love the FA Cup.
0: What were your, your thoughts on that, Kevin? Do you think there was a cup run there for the
2: Tekken? Yeah. Um, very unfortunate, really. Seven games, really. You have to get through, do to get to Wembley. Um, it wasn't a lost opportunity, really. It should have been an, an easy victory. First half, we weren't troubled at all. We, they, they had that corner and see him made a great save and that's about it you know there was nothing else that they did to disturb us all we had to do was keep the same team yeah i agree cooper should have come off because he it was 45 minutes and in more than that he might have got injured again knowing him um <laughs> yeah 45 minutes was enough for him but he shouldn't have tampered about with anybody else Perveda was causing a few problems down the wing i have kept the same team for at least 20 minutes in the second half see how they did Obviously, we could have had a penalty in the first half but without VAR. The only time I missed it this season, really. <laughs> Rodrigo's was pulled back. Definitely, it was a penalty. One nil. and that, that would have been the end of the game for me. But I don't think he. I don't think he's t- he is taking the cup games that seriously. He's saying the right things before the games. But against QPR, it was a weak team. We lost two one. Against Arsenal, we, we gave him a real fright. First half, we should have been about three up by, by then, but. We lost one nil in the end they we were a decent performance though we've got loads of plaudits for that fair enough there was bigger fish to fry with the premier league but this season we're in the premier league now we're not going to win the league we're not going to qualify for euro why don't we go on a nice little cup run? we messed it bit up against holding the penalty shootout and then we messed it up again on, on the sunday by chucking on three subs at the start of the second half which even in a tight game, or if you're winning, you know it's a, it's a dicey thing to do, really, because you disrupt the whole mechanism of the team. And we fell apart after that first goal, and it was embarrassing, to be fair, really, really embarrassing. And I hate it when leaders are involved in those sort of results because the whole country's laughing at us. And yeah. you think, all right, then we'll bounce back against Brighton, and we'll, everything will be all right. Those three points will make up for it. But unfortunately, you're just feeling as bad on Saturday night as you did on previous <laughs> Sunday night. So, yeah, a bit of a topsy-turvy start to the year. I think at Tottenham, I thought, up to the penalty, we were the better team, I thought, that, that day. But Meslier was messing about with a couple of his kicks out of defence, which, you know, he's told to do, obviously, but he, he messed it up a bit too much. Alioski was out of his depth a bit on the left-hand side that day. He didn't really know how to defend properly, which was, was a bit worrying. But, still. Up to that point, we were looked okay. I and mean, We could have scored a couple of goals ourselves, but after that, it was all, all Spurs, obviously. But, uh, yeah, you get these games. It's unfortunate the first three games of the year have started off this way, but uh, you know, we've had such a great ride up to now. I think we've got a lot more to enjoy now, When we've definitely got 20 games to go now, 10 at home, 10 away, and I'm sure we'll get enough points to be okay. you just got to try and enjoy the ride now for the last 20 games and you know, see where it takes us.
0: I think um, sort of with the the monkey in the back, so to speak, with the the no goals in twenty twenty one. Apart from maybe West Brom, you probably couldn't have picked a better team to be playing next than Newcastle. Like you know, I think there's there's definitely a goal. Um, there's a goal for us in that one. Um, so just sort of January. and so my own opinion is we won't do any business, and I think it's wise for us not to do any business because I don't think if we signed anybody. Um, Bielsa would particularly integrate them into the team. Um, I don't think it's, it's you know, he likes to get as much of pre season as possible and get the players in the in the, his way of doing things that way. And like sort of January hasn't really worked out for us with uh Bielsa. Um, do you think there'll be any uh, any business done, JK? Um,
3: no, I don't think there'll be any major business. There might there might be maybe as you've said there are long thing or two potentially, but there's more likely people going out the door on loan or otherwise, than there is in, I think. Um, Orta and, and his um, crew uh, apparently go to Bielsa, I think, at least once a week with a list of names and say, we're monitored, like they were doing with Robin Cock and others. This is a player we think would fit into your, your style of football. Um, what do you think? And there's a lot of consultation between the two parties, but I personally... I'll be very surprised if if we feel they need. It's not that. They, yes, every fan will say they would love to see three, four, or five signings. Generally, it just doesn't work, and because tr- you're you're tenting to buy players who are maybe not doing it so much at their club. Like West Brom, you've we've mentioned, you've mentioned yourself, Jerry, They out of necessity, they're going to have to bring in people, faces, new faces to try and get out of the rut that they're in. But we don't need to do that. We have. You know, whatever number of players we have, the small squad that Jenny's referred to, really, it's still, you know, it's still a good enough squad what we have. I think in my, you know, my opinion currently, and as as both fellows already have said, add a few new faces in on uh, in the summer. See what's available then. Like I don't think the Euros are going to happen um, anyway. I think there's there's going to be, you know, there'll be quite a lot of p- potential pre-season opportunity there. Bring new faces in quickly leads don't tend to do business early that, that frustrates me we end up although maybe we've improved a bit over the years we tend to be buying people at the very very last minute not so much would be Elsa, but previous managers we have brought people in very late in the day and then they're thrown into the deep end they haven't got used to the ways of of the team the pitch the crowd etc assuming that all comes back um so, no, I, I, personally, I'd wait until the summer. I don't think we need to freshen things up too much. If it's been said, if if a Rafinha-type situation came about and they thought, this is too good to miss, take it. But otherwise, no, I I, I would I would stick with what we've got. OK.
0: And uh, just on a resay about, like, um, a situation that might be too, too good to miss. I was reading one today um, about... To Murray Gray, who I know leads have been interested in from Leicester, and there's talk now that I think his contract's up at the end of the, the summer, so there may, he might be available for 1.8 million. Um, this uh, this window, what what would you think of something like that, Jenny? Would you would you go for a deal like that, or do you think it's just better off to wait until the, the summer?
1: I think we just wait till the summer. <clears throat> uh, I can see a few maybe under 23s being loaned now. But I guess it all comes down to the player Bielsa wants. We know he likes the wingers. It's whether or not he feels we we need somebody now. I, I, I don't think he'll bring anybody in. They'll already be plotting and looking at the players they want to try and bring in in the summer because they do plan quite ahead of you know the time, don't they, when they're looking at players. Was it, Kevin said about, was it 15 months, 18 months that looked at Cock before they actually went out to buy him? So, and like JK said, I think the squad's good enough at the moment to to maintain its status in the Premier League. Yeah, of course we want fresh players and we need some new players. We know that. But January is just not a good month at all. And Julian Gray, I don't know. Um, I've not seen enough of him, to be honest, to sort of say whether or not is it worth spending two million quid and taking a chance. We've got enough wingers if we look at it, haven't we, on paper? I'm not saying they're all performing to the level we'd expect, but we have got quite a few wingers at the moment. So, no, I don't see too much activity. I think if we'd have been in a different situation, like a West Brom, I think that panic comes in, doesn't it? And I think you kind of feel forced to try and bring two or three players in to freshen it up. But we've seen in the past that doesn't always work or guarantee you staying up in the Premier League or any league for that matter. So, I'm happy with the squad. I think we all know where we need strengthening. It needs adding in the summer. I'm sure we will. Um, And as we say, let's enjoy the next 20 games.
0: I tend to agree. Yeah. Um, What about yourself, Kevin? Do you see any business? I know the sort of ones that there's been a bit of talk about this. There's a young kid at um, Derby, I think, is it Sibley or something? And then um, the Florentina midfielder, Polder. So do you you see anything being done for any of them or just, just wait?
2: Yeah, for the under 23s, maybe, because yeah, obviously Derby, what a shame they're in financial problems at the moment. <laughs> get really, my heart bleeds for them. Uh, <laughs> I've heard Ryan Kent mentioned again this January window. Obviously, he's, he's a long target for Bielsa by the sounds of it. I think he's dying to get hold of him
1: because he
2: plays on the wing, but he can play sort of in the middle as well. So, he, Watch out for him, I suppose. It, it could be a late deal, you don't know. There's one player I'd love for, for us, I mean, just for the entertainment value, there's one player I would love for us to join uh, the club. He's not playing for his club at the moment, which, which is the reason it could be a possibility. He speaks Bielsa's language. And he is this hard nut that could, you know, get the team going again, basically. It's Diego, Diego Costa, Atletico Madrid. I love to see him. I love to see him in a leech shirt. I tell you, coming on with twenty minutes to go, looking angry and wanting to hurt somebody. That one. <laughs> this, is, this is the player that could ruffle a few feathers. And BLC is chatting to him before he goes on you knowing his mother tongue. Oh, I, I love. I love just for the entertainment, for the last twenty games. I love. I love to see him in a lead shirt, just ruffling up feathers. You know, on the opposition. Whether that will happen, obviously, it's long. It's, it's a long. Um, I think it's a long way from happening, anything like that. It's a bit of a you know, a luxury signing, if you like, I suppose. But I think Bamford does need a bit of a, a test. He needs somebody pushing at him from the sub bench. And he's got nobody at all at the moment. I mean, I like Bamford. I think he's doing a great job for us. But there's nobody pushing him at all on the bench to take his place. And I think he's, he's quite comfortable at the moment. He's a bit too comfortable for me. And I think he needs somebody there just to say, hey, you're not doing the Doing what he should be doing, and I'm waiting to get on. and I'll show you how it's done. We need somebody, you know, chomping at the bit really to get on, on to his, into his position. So, if, having said all that, I don't think anybody will come I in because it's not the to start to get anybody in January. The time we did that, we got is it Augustine we got for, in January? And he, he hardly played a game, did he, for us because he wasn't up to match fitness, didn't really get into the else way of playing, and he was sort of sidelined after a while. And, Obviously, that's caused a few eruptions. So, I don't, yeah, that's a good example of why somebody's probably not going to come in this January, that example alone. But I'm still dreaming about Costa maybe being a possibility.
1: Do you think Rodrigo's the man, Kev? Just just based that he's a Spanish international.
2: You would think so, wouldn't you? But he's tried, and, you know, he, he, he played up front against Crawley and he got a kick, did he? He, he didn't really prove himself. That would have been a game for him to say, yeah, I've got a couple of girls here, you know, I can... Yeah, I mean, in the long run, when he's back to... I don't think he's fully fit at the moment. When he gets back to match fit, he could be a real threat. Yeah, I agree. And maybe uh, he could look at that. But uh, I'm sure, you know, we've trusted Bielsa for so long now. I don't think he's going to get much wrong between now and the end of the season. So let's just enjoy the be to ride i think and whatever decisions he makes he makes and you know we love the guy don't we
0: yeah um so i think um obviously then uh most of the business have be done for the summer so just be- just before we wrap up then i'll um we'll-, we'll take left back out of it because i think it's it's a given that we'll, we'll sign a left back in the summer but i'll give you just, uh, the opportunity, just one one position that that you think will probably should be improved in the in the summer. So I'll go with you uh, first, JK.
3: Um, defensive central mid. I think we need. I think we need somebody in there. That there, I say a David Barry, I think that's what we need. If we could find one of those somewhere, he must be there. So he must be out there somewhere. If we could find <laughs> somebody like that, just to come back um uh, it would be fantastic he, he he signed for us obviously twice um and, and just to have even my hear his name it, it makes me smile just the memories of, of what a fantastic player he was so uh, who that is um i don't know it's a is it a premiership player is it a, is it a championship player you could make the step up potentially there's somebody from Scotland whatever um but or or again or further afield but who that would be i, I don't ask me who that would be name wise, but that's that would be my dream sign. If we could have somebody that just could do a bit of the spade work and free up Matthias Clitz, you know, which we've already mentioned, um, and maybe help others as well just to, to do it. who knows, maybe Forshaw's gonna be that man. I don't know. But I've already, I've already said I don't think I, I don't think he's I don't think fingers that man's gonna kick it offers again, fingers crossed it would be great because you know again he was a bit of a misunderstood Character when he played first, there were people he was a real figure of of, of abuse at, at one stage. And then, if he had won, if it had a good game the following week, it was he was brilliant. And as we tend to do, is really sad Leeds fans chop and change so quickly about, about players. We blow hot and cold, don't we, as to how good they are, or how good they are or, or, or they are, or not. But maybe for sure, maybe he's the man, maybe, <clears throat> excuse me, maybe we can get him fully fit and back in the summer. Then maybe he's the man to do that job, but that his agent, JK? <laughs> i was
2: just gonna say. <laughs> I'll
3: tell you what. If he, if he, if, if he, uh, he gets to see this, he <laughs> might want to be his agent. I'm the same.
1: <laughs> <and>, um, <laughs> JK uh, now, I think.
3: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, Like, don't get me wrong. I think he's a good player. I wouldn't. Uh, I've mentioned them a couple of times. Yes, I think he's a good player and he could probably do a job. But I would say we need to go up another level. You know, to, to sort of what, what what a couple of you have said already, we know the positions we probably need to enhance, and we need to bring in better than what we've already got. Which in in some positions wouldn't be that difficult, in my opinion. I
0: think we can sort of see that um, JK struggling to get past the, the dirty leads area. <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> we we bat a, unfortunately.
2: Yeah.
0: We love that. Um, What uh, what about yourself, Jenny? Where would you you strengthen?
1: I'd certainly look at the, we need a younger Pablo, you know, somebody in that number eight or number 10 role, whatever whatever you want to call it these days. But I definitely think we need somebody who's a bit more of a playmaker. I agree with JK. We haven't got a replacement for Phillips at the moment. As I said earlier, at the moment, I'm not convinced Struitt can play that role. And we haven't got anybody. And, K- and Calvin does get injuries, he does get suspensions, but definitely somebody who can make things happen further up the field. I'm, I'm a massive Click fan, but you've got to support, you know, these guys. Sometimes they need a rest. Sometimes they're just not having a good game, and you you, you take them off. And we we were crying out for the midfielder in the championship, really. And as much as I think J K would love to see Forshaw, as I would, I just I just can't see it. I mean, it's what. 18 months or something that he's been out. I just can't see a way back for him. I I hope I'm wrong, but I I just can't see it, JK. But for me, yeah, further up the field and probably following on from what Kevin was saying, as much as I think Rodrigo's obviously a a striker he plays for Spain, still like to see another striker in the summer because you're right, you know, Bamford needs challenging. Uh, Left-back, you've said. I'd still like to see another keeper come in to challenge Meslier in the summer. I think we've mm-hmm. got to somehow move Casilla on, and it's not anything personal. I just think, for the sake of the club, if fans start to get back, I, I just don't think it's it's a good fit at the moment with Casilla. Um, you know, the guy the guy doesn't seem happy. You know, I, I was listening to a, a podcast the other week, and I'd not realised, but you didn't really seem involved, did you, with the the celebrations when we got promoted in the Championship? Yeah. So <laughs> it might be yeah. best for him to maybe move him on or come to some arrangement I Yeah, that like
2: some, yeah. sorry there was something there was something to do with the, the fact that we were playing Charlton that night I think not the team to be celebrating against I think I don't think he wanted to partake in the celebrations because of what happened in the mm-hmm. league game at Charlton that's my reasoning behind that one I think because he celebrated uh. at Derby a week after he celebrated the Derby game yeah true so maybe maybe a bit political that one maybe I think
1: yeah, and I just think we need to just like I said earlier, just just to strengthen the the, the bigger element of the squad because I just look at that bench as I said earlier, and I must not don't think we've got enough players that you could say oh he could change it or bring him on he yeah. could change it. But look, it's it's exciting, and you know we're not going to be going for lone players. We're not going to be going for somebody under a million quid. You know we're seriously going to be looking at, uh, at big name players again in the summer, and hopefully a bit of investment. There's been all this talk of the 49ers, putting some more investment. Radrazan has made no secret, he's, he's looking for that. So commercially, off the field, things seem to be going really well. We're on Sky again regularly, aren't we? So we're making plenty of money in that. Um, something said earlier about the younger players, I just wonder from a financial point of view, because we've had no fans in this year, I think it'll be a case of finish as high as we can because I think there's quite a lot of money involved depending on how high you finish in the Premier League. Plus, with all these yeah. um, abroad rights and money that you get, so I think Radzian, you'll be saying, "Finish as high as you can, Bielsa, because it's worth an extra three, four million for every every place that we we finish." So I'm still, I've said to me to, to me, young man, I'm still going for 15th this year in the Premier League. That's my prediction.
0: And final word, then, the, to you, Kevin. Where where's uh, where are you signing in a player for? for?
2: Well, I've got to mention Forshaw because everybody else is talking. about <laughs> Forshaw he, he, he was a good player for us. He, he, he stepped in nicely. He, he did a great job. I mean, I remember that Stoke game. I think that was his last game, wasn't it? He, he helped create the Dallas goal. The first goal was brilliant that day. And he got injured. And um, a week or so after, Bielsa or somebody said, oh, yeah, he's not fit. For this game, but it'll be okay in a couple of weeks, and we haven't seen him since. <laughs> so, what, what, what on earth is going on with, you know, with that injury? What sort of injury is it? Um So that's the end of the foreshadow talk, anyway. But, you know, I, I do like him, but like Ginny says, it's unlikely that we'll see him again. I don't think really. Um We, we trying to say, "What well, was it? That guy from PSG? What was it? What, what was his name? Constance or something?" He, got, he, he, failed his, he failed oh, his name.
1: Cresson, he failed his Has he gone to Marseille on loan? Yeah, we were Yeah, every month. Like
2: that. That Michael. Rodrigo, yeah, Michael, yeah. Uh, Michael. Rodrigo was mentioned as well. So you can see they're looking for a bit of creativity in that midfield. Aren't they? they are looking for that, but they haven't found the right player yet. So whether they'll wait until the summer if somebody comes in. But Rodrigo De Paul was mentioned. Liverpool. With him now, would you believe? Is he a good player?
3: Has the Paul not, though? Has an not been declared this week? He's signed, I think he's, he's signed or going to sign for somebody else in Italy. I think he has actually uh, come yeah. out this week.
2: Well, yeah, And uh, Razziani retweeted one of his tweets just for a bit of fun, I think, as well. Everybody got excited <laughs> about that, but yeah, it, yeah, you can tell by the, the players I just mentioned, they are looking for a um, a young Pablo, like Ginny says, somebody who can spray the ball about, be energetic, do magical things to set people up, give Clique a bit more freedom. So, well, I don't think that will happen in January because there's few and far between, you know, that sort of player available anyway. But I think that shows you that Alter and his team are looking at the flare player that could, you know, galvanize the middle of the park and you know, Ayling play in his right position, get the centre-backs in place, whoever plays at left-back, you, you know, as long as we've got a solid midfield with Phillips sort of running the show a little bit with this playmaker, I think we'll be okay, but it's getting that player in, I don't think it'll happen in January, but I think that's the sort of player that obviously Arter and his team will be looking at. They're probably not a player now, that they've got earmats for that position, but I don't think, I don't think anything Happen now until um, the next pre season, and uh, I think a few changes will be made next season. It's given these guys that got where we are, it's given them a chance to prove themselves.
0: Okay, uh, well, I think um, probably sort of in the summer, like we would have probably talked about, um, you know, a young Pablo, a replacement for Pablo, and um, you know, at the time I was kind of like, you know, how much is that going to cost? But, you know, if there's one way to pay for it, it's, it's stay in that Premier League. Keep in the Premier League, keep getting the money in, improve player by player and uh, just gradually, you know, improve. Hopefully Bielsa stays for as long as the project and the guys behind the, the scenes stay too, you know, because they've all they've all, uh, they've all played their part in, in getting us back to that. Back to the Premier League after so long, um, so all that's left to do then is for me to say thanks to thanks to the lads there for for joining us. Um, hopefully, um, hopefully they'll be back. Hopefully, I ha- haven't scared them off for now. Hopefully, we we'll get them on again. in A week or two, a couple of weeks, and uh, we uh, we will be back the channel. will be back on on Monday. We're going to do a wee chat about the Newcastle game. I've got a couple of th- a couple more guests lined up. Um, so I'll put something on uh, social media over the weekend about that. But definitely, as I say, thanks to the Jenny, Kevin, and uh, JK. So it's been brilliant having you. And as I say, hopefully he's will be back. And uh, thanks to everybody yeah. for for watching. And hopefully, you know much raised, as much feedback as we
2: want. know. Yes, I think we've raised no, the, no, the banner, no, Jerry. For everybody else,
3: yeah. uh, Monday channel better. Yeah. But, you <laughs> know, it better be good. Yeah. Be better. special, special <laughs> guest Adam Forshaw <Fisher>, Monday night. <laughs> Just to mention, just just mention him one more time. I <laughs> don't really? you know. We definitely have his number, so you can
0: sort that out. Brilliant. We could get him on on Tuesday because it's not like he's going to be playing football or anything. Like very
3: true. Very true. Very true.
0: Yeah. So, for, yeah, as I say, thanks very much for to the lads. and uh, We'll be back again on Monday evening, okay? So, thank you. Yeah. All of us. Thanks. Bye. All Bye-bye.